and welcome to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overheard... Wait, what? Damn, dude. I am rusty. (laughs) The often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. My name is Quentin. I've got my brother Travis with me, as always. And this is not a pre-recorded episode that we just had in the wing for you. I am back, my friend. And yeah, I'm going to say that that botched intro, <laughs> you're, I'm going to chalk that up to, um, to, to like a sleep, maybe? I mean, what's your, what's your sleep like uh, these days? Are you getting a good, good amount? Or? I, I'm feeling pretty good. Are we averaging four hours? Uh, I'd say five to six restful hours. It's not too bad. I mean, really. It's not bad, dude. Yeah, so I'm a new dad. Got myself a little boy. His name's Ronan. Like two weeks in? Two and a half weeks? He is 18 days old today. 18 days old. So yeah, Q, you reached out to me. You said you could spare a couple hours. And so here we are. We got the mics on. This might be a short episode. We're just going to jump right into tunes with this band. And you said, let's talk about Slow Dive. And we did an episode on Slow Dive at some point, right? Yeah, I looked into it. It was back in August 2019. We did them as a sidetrack. Oh my God, dude. Two, three years ago? Holy moly. Three years ago, we covered Suvlaki Space Station. Okay. So that might have been like the first time that we started to talk about shoegaze, like in a more, you know, devoted episode to it, right? Because I mean, I know that we, we sort of eased our way into it as far as like the history of, of no filler and shoegaze. Like it's just been increasing, like the amount of times we mention and talk about shoegaze, you know what I mean? It just goes up and up, right? So this might have been right around that time when, you know, we did My Bloody Valentine, we did like the obscure shoegaze episode, we did our doomgaze episode, and and I feel like we've just been sort of obsessed with shoegaze ever since, you know? Yeah, so we did, I think we kicked off our sh- our first batch of shoegaze episodes with Slow Dive. Yeah. And then it was, it was My Bloody Valentine... Back in 2019, and that was it, dude. Yeah, so last year was when we came back to it, and then we've just been in the 90s ever since, I think, pretty much, so. Yeah, we continue to find our way back to shoegaze. We can't escape it. Yeah. So, with this episode, we're just going to dive right into, we're going we're gonna to play music from their self-titled from 2017, uh, and this was kind of like their reawakening of the band. Like, they got all original members back. And they're actually working on it on a fifth studio album right now. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, like in the indie music world, like Dream Pop and Shoegaze has been kind of on a steady, you know, in, incline as far as like popularity and, and stuff. And the resurgence of Shoegaze, like, has just been since their departure in the '90s, you know, has just been gaining. And so, like, they 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 picked a good time to come back. Yeah, it's almost like they. Got the pulse of shoegaze and and the indie music scene, and said, you know what, this is a good time for us to just kind of come back in and assert our dominance back, you know, as the kings of this genre. I mean, they're one of them, dude. Like, like their album Suvlaki from nineteen ninety four is up there. You know, it's a top ten. It's it's a staple, yeah. And I think you even mentioned this uh, on our last what you heard. Yeah, they're they're like the the founders of shoegaze. They're one of the founders of shoegaze, as far as like. You got your My Bloody Valentine and your Slow Dive and 
your ride and your, you know, cocktail twins, like some of the, like just the staples of the genre, like they're, yeah, they're top five for sure. Yeah. So I actually brought a song from Mojave three, which is kind of what happened to slow after they split up in 95 where Halstead, one of the, you know, he's one of the, the main guys, the guitar player and vocals for Slow Dive, kind of split off with a few other members from the band to form like this folky, kind of like country ambient music. Totally different. Before that, their last album as a full group was called Pygmalion, and Halstead just kind of went into this like ambient direction, and there was like instrumental tracks like 10 minute long songs just totally different from the sound of slow dive and their drummer simon scott had split from the band before the release of that so well the mojave three stuff was really interesting because it was kind of like folky country pop kind of sounded like wilco to me you know like uh, jeff tweedy kind of stuff totally yep yeah but yeah so simon scott had split from the band because he he just kind of felt like he was losing his spot in their group because it started to become more like electronic and ambient and he's like well you know it just didn't feel the same so that's kind of what ended the group and that's really all i'm going to say about it for this episode jump back to our little sidetrack episode on on slow dive from august 2019 if you want to get a little bit more on the history of the group all right so like you said 2014 the band is back together again and three years later we get this self-titled ep yep is this the original lineup? Yeah, dude. They're all back. All five of them. We got Neil Halstead, vocals, guitar, keys. Rachel Goswell on vocals. Christian Saville on guitar. Nick Chaplin on bass. Simon Scott on drums. That is Slow Dive. And they're, yeah, they're back, dude. And I, I just love the re- the evolution of their sound. I mean, you know, it's interesting because... This is their first album in 22 years, and it just feels so right, dude. I This is one of my favorite Shoegaze albums. It's more just, yeah, I feel it's like it's more dreamy, you know, it's on the more of the dream pop side, but it's just so great, dude. So, and we're going to jump right into the opening track on the record, and we're going to let this one play out for a little bit, dude, because this is one of my favorite, you know, we talk about this all the time. We like a good runway right? That's right. Before takeoff, uh, especially when it's an opening track on a record. And the way that this song just kind of eases you in to the record, it's one of my favorites, man. I I love this song so much. So here we go. Slow Dives, self-titled from 2017. This track is called Slow Mo.
Yeah, what a great introduction back into the scene. You know what I mean? Like, here's the first song that we hear from them on a record in 22 years or whatever. And it's just this nice little like, here, you know, let me me take you into this world of ours. You know what I mean? Yeah, in case you forgot. (laughs) Yeah. Very nice. I love that guitar riff, man. That it's just a very pretty song. Very beautiful. Yeah, dude. Really great. Yeah, and like you know, from a shoegaze standpoint, there's really there isn't some of the classic like hallmarks of shoegaze aside from maybe his voice. But even that, you know, which I, I appreciate. Like I appreciate that um, they're not hitting you over the head with it. As far as like, hey, we're that shoegaze band. We're back, you know what I mean? Here's some here's some in your face shoegaze. Right. Like maybe the second track, the one that you actually entered us in. Star roving had some more like traditional kind of shoegaze riffs, but like yeah, it's there throughout the record. Yeah, and that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I like that they take their time with the first track, you know, to sort of ease you into into it. You know what I mean? Kind of like, yeah, it, this is like a reintroduction, right? It's a self-titled record, you know, meaning like, you know, this is, you know, we're back. This is us. Like, we're sort of like putting ourselves back out there and reintroducing ourselves to the the shoegaze landscape the indie music landscape, you know? Yeah, let me read some of these, uh, some quotes from, from critics here. It sums it up nicely, dude, kind of what we're, what we're getting at here. Cam Lindsay of Exclaim, uh, which is a Canadian music publisher, wrote that it, quote, certainly was a long wait, but finally Slow Dive have given us the album that we have been dreaming about for the last 22 years. And Dom Gourlay from Drowned in Sound called the album a, quote, majestic return that doesn't just fill in the gaps, but points unflinchingly towards future horizons. So yeah, that's kind of like, you know, it's not just a rehashed out ideas from, you know, what they were doing 22 years ago. It's it's new, you know, it's yeah. it's a return that promi- that is very promising and, and, you know, points to a really bright future for the group, dude. And it's exciting to hear. Yeah. All right. So we're going to jump ahead a smooge. They kind of just let the uh, runway just kind of breathe throughout the rest of the song, and it just kind of envelops you in a really great way. So we're just going to jump ahead a little bit, and here is clip two from Slow Mo. Curious, I laid out a shirt, running through the storm, 
So that is not me fading it out. That's just kind of how how the song ends, and it's a really nice long fade out. Yeah, it just I like repeats. That. Yeah, it repeats that line over and over. So it's got that slow runway, you know, the nice long runway in the beginning, and kind of the long fade out at the end. Yeah, I think it's a, a perfect first track for a band that's that's making a making a return, right? It's got Rachel's vocals and Neil's vocals, so you know they're both getting a, a chance to kind of to showcase that hey, you know, I'm back. You know what I mean? The band is back. You know, all of us are here. This yep. is the solo dive that you remember. Yep. Here's that that chemistry that we had with our with our vocals together, and and yeah, it's great, man. You can you can tell that they're all in it for real. You know, like they're it's they're back and they're not going anywhere. The song is is definitely like a good. Uh, showcase of a, of a band that's that's you know picking up right where they left off kind of thing you know yeah and in a great way yeah all right so we're going to jump to track three uh there is two singles off the record star roving which is the one we we introed in with and sugar for the pill so um we're going to jump to track three this one features mostly rachel for as the lead singer this track is called don't know why
That's the first time I've heard that song. It's my favorite on the record, I think. It's dude. great, man. It's so yeah, I love it. I love the trade-off, too. Like, I love the tempo yeah. slowing down and, mm-hmm. then, um, and then how they, they kind of ease you in and out of it, right? I like that a lot. Um, and, you know, this is a classic um, ethereal kind of whispered vocal, you know, paired with, you know, the, the very reverb-drenched guitars that sort of almost like bury the vocals, you know, but that's what I love about it. Yeah, you you can hear the vocals more clearly the first few re- reiterations of, you know, the, the line, put it in a picture, hide it in a story, I don't want to know about it. Yeah. Those first few lines, and then when it all comes in and continues on right before Neil jumps in, you can barely hear what they're saying, and they're kind of doing that, like... There might be some layer building going on. Yeah, they're doing, like, I think it's called, like, a round robin or something. Yeah. You know, where they're singing different words at the same time kind of layered on top of each other they start doing that and yeah it just gets washed away in that that reverb great great track and then it's you know when 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 the tempo slows down and the vocal trade-off happens like it's a very clear vocal delivery you can hear exactly what he's saying yeah um and then and then the drums pick back up and goes right back into it so i yeah i like the you know there's a little bit of a storytelling type thing happening here with with like how intentional they are with with that, right? I think it works really well. Yeah, definitely some bitterness going on here in the lyrics. You know, it's just someone's like, I don't really want to even think about our history anymore. I don't, you know, I don't remember any of this. And then when he comes in, he's like, I really don't remember much about it all. I just saw you loving someone else. Yeah. My shabby heart was acting out. You know, I don't want no one else. Anyways, great track, dude. I love it. Yeah, that's great. Good stuff. All right, man, so... This one is going to be short and sweet. I got one more for us. And um, this is the second from the last track on the record. This one is a nice slow build. So we're going to have a lengthy clip here. So this is track seven on the record. The song is called Go Get It.
That's a killer track. So good, man. They're really good at creating a mood, you know? Yeah. Setting the table for you. Yeah, they're really good at like drawing, like pulling away a lot of a lot of the sound and the instruments for a measure or two, you know, and just kind of focus on the drum beat for a little bit and then kind of slowly bring it all back in. Yeah. I mean, they're so good at that, dude. And yeah, it really, really creates quite the mood, man. This album is a mood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's, and that, that almost came off like a, like a jam band song, like a, yeah. Like I could just hear them just, just carrying that out for a long time live, you know what I mean? Yeah. You could just sit with that forever. Yeah. And what's cool is, you know, so I'm looking on Wikipedia, it's got the writers for each track. Mm-hmm. All five of them on this one, dude, are credited for writing that one. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I love the, you know, lyrics are so simple. Yeah. I want to see it. I want to feel it. Yep. Um, I love that. And the way that the way that uh, Rachel and Neil sort of trade off those 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 two phrases, right? I want to see it. I want to feel it. Really well done. They do that a lot throughout this record. Yeah, and they they yeah, they're so great at it, man. Yeah. What a what what a great um, what a great entry back into the into the industry. You know, they just they're back. Yeah, and it's 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 a short and sweet record too. That's what I like about it. It's it's forty five minutes long. Now, have they put out anything else after? No, they haven't. Right, but you said they're working on a new record. They're working on yeah. So as of September of twenty twenty, so they've been uh, they've been working on a fifth studio album. They've been working on it for at least since 2020, dude, since the end of 2020. It says details about a title, release date, or track list are yet to be revealed. Taking their time on that one, dude. Cool. Well, I mean, you know, compared to, you know, the last gap, 22 years, <laughs> you know, to get to get a, a new one five, six, seven years later, you know, that's... It's not too bad. That's fine, you know. It'll be worth the wait for sure, dude. Totally, yep. So uh, one last quote here I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read from this uh, monthly publication called The Skinny. Duncan Harmon says that the album, quote, represents an awareness of legacy and the importance of not pissing all over it. To that extent, it's an essential addition to canon. That sums it up That's, perfectly. Yeah. Like this album fits in with the records that they were dropping 22 25 27 years prior yeah. to it and what's interesting about this record too is like i like that that line there an awareness of legacy yes because you know these guys know that they're they're stepping back into a genre that never really died and this sounds like a matured like you know refined well-established group of musicians you know mm-hmm. putting another entry into the world of shoegaze whereas all these you know up-and-coming bands that are just now putting music out are still doing shoegaze but this sounds like a a, you know a band that has been in the game for decades you know and it's funny because they took that that time off or whatever but they're back and and you can hear it you know you can hear the mastery right yeah and it's cool because they took that time off but they were a lot of them were doing their own stuff yeah and you get all that experience in there. But yeah, th- these guys are, you know, shoegaze royalty in this record. Like you can hear it in, in this record, you know? Yeah. And to come back after all that time 
And again, like to, to drop an album that is, it's something that, that, you know, like the new, the newbies to the genre can look to and still be, and, and still find influence from, you know, it's not like, again, it's not just an, a reiteration of their sound from 22 years ago. You know, it's, it's fresh and new and it's still, it's still uniquely slow dive. Yeah. Just the, the timing of it, 2017, if you talk about like one of the most successful dream pop bands of the last decade would be beach house. Right. Mm-hmm. And by the time 2017 hits, like they've already put out depression, cherry and bloom and like all their, their records, you know, that they sort of, you know, propelled them into the state that they're at. So like, yeah, like, like I said, like, like it's, it's a really interesting time that they chose to come back slow dive, right? Cause they, they're coming back right when, when dream pop is sort of, you know, really gaining its, its popularity with bands like beach house. Right. And yeah, it's just, it's just, it's cool, man. It's cool to get some veterans, you know, back in the picture, you know, at the, at the time where the genre is, is being revitalized and whatnot. Right. So it's cool. Yeah, It's good stuff, dude. One of my favorite shoegaze records, just hands down, dude. So that's it, man. I gotta, I gotta put my dad hat back on and probably go change a diaper or two. Glad I was able to do this today. I was missing it, man. You know, I was just like, I got to hop back on and, and do a quick recording. We'll have to figure out a time to get together to do September's What You Heard Q. So maybe that'll be the next time we hear from you. Yeah, we've got more family coming into town. Sarah's sister and her family's probably in the air right now, but they're not going to be staying with us. So we're going to have some more time just Sarah and I where we're not, you know, also housing family members yeah through this month so yeah i we should be able to find time to sit down and do our monthly what you heard episode so that'll probably be when you hear my sweet voice again dear listeners well yeah we you know we've had nathan sit in for a couple episodes now i might have him back again you never know but um there's also a possibility of getting our, our good buddy tyler darling on the show i might try to get him in he is the host of the spoon podcast i turned my podcast on i'm gonna try to get him see i said it so now it has to happen hear that tyler yeah if you're still listening <laughs> yeah so anyway we'll see what happens but uh yeah q anytime you're able to sit down and record we'll take it uh but yeah you know you go out there and change a diaper or two you know do whatever you gotta do i think i just might dude all right so as always you can find us on the pantheon podcast network that is the podcast network for music lovers dozens of other great music centered shows on the network that's pantheonpodcasts.com follow us on instagram at no filler podcast reach out to us there send us a message let us know what you've been listening to let us know uh, what you like what you don't like give us suggestions for records to cover again that's at no filler podcast and yeah that's it for us today, thank you as always for listening. My name's Quentin. My name is Travis. Y'all take care.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.